ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good day, good evening, good night. Hope you guys are having a wonderful time. If not, I hope that this little topic today can be of use to you because when I read up on this topic, it definitely was a use to me. And will continue to be of use to me. It's something that plagues us all. It's a trouble that we all are hit with throughout our lifetime. It's very powerful. It attaches to our brains. It attaches to our soul. It attaches to our being. And that is... The very real concept of limiting beliefs. Now you might ask, what what are limiting beliefs? Uh, very simply and in lamest terms, they are thoughts that evoke emotions. Of negativity. They are thoughts and emotions that envelope us, that take us through this whirlwind of negative feelings, negative outlooks, negative views about ourselves. They are thoughts and emotions that make us feel inadequate, simply put. Now, there's this thing that professionals, you know how uh, psychologists and psychiatrists love to label everything. You know, I, uh, one day I was sitting at home and my sister had one of her books, <clears throat> one of her college books. It was a psychology book And I picked it up Started leafing through it And I started looking at the the terms And it was A bunch of terms That when you looked at the Quote unquote professional definition of It was just a bunch of common sense You know bunch of labels to common sense ideas and I, I I turned around and asked her so so what is this is this basically the labeling of everything every emotion every idea every thought and she said yeah pretty much so now that we're on the uh, labeling and defining of terms the professional psychiatrists have this term or psychologists have this term called uh, belief perseverance and that's just plain and simply put ideas thoughts and beliefs that we have from a young age that regardless of how much evidence of the opposite 
view or of the opposite being true, we continue to always believe these things. Um, Sigmund Freud was a trailblazer when it came to analyzing the mind. Some of his theories and ideas uh, have been quote-unquote debunked, but there's a lot to what he claimed was the effects of our early childhood. So when we're young, we're sponge, right? We're sponge. So any traumatic incidents that occurred to us affect us for life. Okay? And this idea of belief perseverance perseverance is alive and well in, an, in our adulthood for the very same reason. For whatever reason, first impressions. The idea of first impressions is 100% true. Okay, we're a sponge when we're young. We take in traumatic incidents, occurrences, events, and that shapes and molds our way of thinking and doing things. Luckily, science, psychiatry, uh, and the advancement of the understanding of human consciousness has finally got us to a level in modern times where we can be conscious of why we feel certain things, of why we have certain ideas and thoughts. I mean, but being that being said, studies have shown and proved that it is much harder to unlearn something than to learn something. It's much harder to let go of an idea than to learn a new idea or instill and solidify a new idea, a new definition, a new way of looking at life. But like in one of my other podcasts, I think this ties into the whole role of habit building. You can't get rid of something when it comes to habits. And I believe this is true for ideas, thoughts, viewpoints, outlook on life, worldviews. You can't get rid of something without replacing it and replacing it and hammering with it and hammering with it with something new. So I think that's very important for us to remember that when we want to unlearn limiting beliefs... We need to make sure we instill self-talk that is positive self-talk that pushes us towards the view and outlook that we want to have. Now, if you're still a little hazy on what limiting beliefs are, um, Psychology Today put it very simply. It's a great site, psychologytoday.com. It's a great practical site. Most of their articles are very short, well-written, very condensed, but the idea gets through. The thesis always gets through. So I recommend you guys uh, tag Psychology Today, uh, bookmark it. It's a great site. Now, uh, one of the articles 
that I read said that uh, limiting beliefs, if you're still a little hazy on what limiting beliefs are, simply think about every area of your life, okay? You know, um, work, relationships, money, uh, health, etc. And what this article said was very simple. Wherever you have negative feelings in your life, you have limiting beliefs. Boom! Shakalaka. Tell me that didn't blow your mind. If you think about that deeply, and we are being honest with ourselves, that is true. That is 100% true for me. Wherever I feel slightly negative or wherever I do feel negative when it comes to my life, I start analyzing my uh, mode of thinking. I realize that I do have limiting beliefs. For example, for example, like I've mentioned many times in the podcast and other episodes, I grew up, was brought up in a Catholic family where the idea of money always had a negative connotation. Salespeople always had a negative connotation. Selling to people always had a negative connotation. So, That definitely, when it comes to my uh, financial ability or my ability to sell something to someone, it's always been difficult for me. Not because I can't do it or because I'm a terrible salesperson, a terrible salesman, or I can't get uh, my ideas across. It's not that. It's the fact that I was brought up with a negative feeling towards money, making money, and selling to people. So that that limits me. That has limited me. And that's something I am unlearning. Something that I have had to substitute. For example... In order to replace the negative feelings about sales, salespeople, salesmen. On YouTube, you can go to any of the top professional uh, people on sales and they will all say the same thing. If you make money, if you are making money, if you are going to make a lot of money consistently, for a long period of time it is because you are providing a service of value or a product that people need or are looking for bingo you might get lucky you might swindle some people you might bamboozle some people by being a conniving salesman but in the long run If you are to make good amounts of money, 
it is basically because you are providing a service, a product, or solving a problem for a lot of people. So you see, in order for me to get this negative connotation about sales, I've had to substitute it with this idea of value and servitude to the customer. Now, that's just an example. Every one of us has our area in life where we feel negative about. I challenge you to think about why and what are the first couple of things that you think about when you start analyzing this area of your life. The first few thoughts, what are they? Write them down. Write them down. And you will realize that most of those are made up limiting beliefs that for some reason or another have been instilled in you. Don't let them control you. Don't let them define you. Replace them with good self-taught. Replace them with the opposing views. And look for evidence in your life of why the opposite is true. You guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful night, a wonderful afternoon. Peace.